went out with a bang with the Leonard Skinner. I know I double dipped on the Leonard. I did you it this did. month. Dude, you know. So funny. I was going to double dip too. That's so funny. Well, you know what's crazy is I was on my morning jog today and uh, I decided to toss on my, uh, you know, the, the running, the classic rock running playlist. And I'm cruising along. A little Steve Miller came on. I thought about doing a Steve Miller because they're coming around to Red Rocks in a couple weeks. And uh, I feel like Steve Miller, very Americana. Very. I look, looked him up. San Francisco guy. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if San Fran really has that American feel to me nowadays. But, dude, I got to say, Call Me the Breeze came on, and I kicked my run into a third, fourth, maybe even fifth gear, baby. I <laughs> almost had, I almost Bronny James the situation out there. There's <laughs> no doubt. Lining. I was Definitely practically Bronny. Transmit, you know, dude, engine. I went to maximum capacity and energy, dude. There was just something about mm. it. It just had me going, and I thought, man, there is something about this, like, just double time, 12-step boogie, blues jam. That's just, this is what it's all about, dude. This is what it always was about. It is, I think Southern Rock is Americana, man. It's probably the best. It's what we've tapped into the most throughout the month of July. Uh, uh, we yeah. kept, you know, we were, we did a little dabbling in the hip hop, and I threw out some female jams, a little soul, a little funk. You know, if there's one of if there's one export from America to the world that we can be proud of, it's music, man. I think I that's you're gonna say Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, Freebird wasn't that good, Frank. <laughs> Leonard, yeah. Democracy probably a little better. Uh... <laughs> you know, Papino got it right with Leonard Skinner's Freebird, which is uh, they're jamming out the Freebird and they take a look around and the, the guitar player says to the other guitar player, "What are we? What do we do?" And he goes, "Play faster, man!" And then they just start <laughs> playing faster. And then the bass player looks around at the drummer and he says, "What do we do now?" And then he goes, "Let's slow it down, man. Slow let's, it let's down. slow it down. All right." And then, "Well, we gotta pick it up now, man. Let's pick it up." <laughs> Yeah, it's a little too much. That's, that's Freebird in a nutshell. Freebird was a little too much. No, but that's great. It's funny because I can't wait for you to hear my choice because I was on, I was on literally your page, and then I, I found out some information that last minute change. Hell so yeah! I changed the song last minute. It's Love really it. funny. I went total opposite. Wow! But you're right. That is. That's the most rock right there. You know, southern rock. Well, southern rock. I just felt like is just. Um... You know, the American spirit. It's the most go. American. I, I would know. argue that's like back then. Though I, I want to show how, how far we've come. Oh, I is like this. Ameri- American. All right, yeah. man. I dig yeah. it, dude. Okay, so we're, we're going to so. kind of uh, encapsulate the time, uh, you know, 30 years ago to uh, 30 years now, or 50 years ago. When was Leonard Skinner? That was like 50 years ago. So long ago, in the <laughs> 70s, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Did they die in the way. airplane? They died in the airplane, right? Most of them, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the most rock and roll thing. Yeah, the story is outrageous. There's a lot of controversy around it, and we all know about controversy on this show. Isn't that right? Oh, we love it. Dude, that's the one where that guy uh, survived the plane crash and then got shot by a shotgun from the, by the farmer. Yeah, I believe a farmer killed one of the dudes who survived. Yeah. It's a really messed up story. The whole thing is kind of spooky and weird. And then they did recently like some documentary on it and the families didn't really agree to it or they weren't really down with some of the portrayals. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not too sure what happened with the Leonard Skinner fellas, but tragedy nonetheless, right? I mean, the plane goes oh, down, everybody dies in weird ways. Uh, some of the guys survived, obviously, and went on to um, you know do like Leonard Skinner still tours. It's kind of like how the Dead tour; they do the Dead oh, and Company by, by bus, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you got you to be a drive away, you know. <laughs> That's right, man. They're cruising. They're taking the highway. There's no <laughs> way the road less traveled. <laughs> Dude, back in the 70s, though, that was like the thing. Remember, Zeppelin had their plane, and everybody was rocking the jets. 
Oh, it's still the thing today. Which is probably why I should have maybe went with the Steve Miller band on the Jet Airliner. Right? That's mm. a classic rocker. I was thinking the rocking me babe. But then I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I want to close this thing out. Keep on so. a rocket. No, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Amped me up. I loved it. Well, and speaking of uh, plane rides and going going on free ride and uh, potentially ending up um, on the ground suddenly, uh, there was some pretty wild news to you know stretch through the uh, docket there that I'm sure everybody will forget about. But you know, I enjoy these little ones that come across our way. It's just it helps us lively up our uh, our atmosphere and uh, it makes you think twice before you board a plane. Tonight, a United Airlines pilot is accused of being drunk before a flight from Paris to Washington, D.C. French media tonight <laughs> reporting his alcohol level was three times the legal limit for pilots when he arrived at the airport. He claimed he'd had two glasses of wine the night before. The court issued a fine, suspending his license for one year and giving him a six-month suspended prison sentence. To yeah. be fair, that's a long flight, man. He would have sobered up by the time he had to land. Yeah, and he was French. They can handle their booze, right? Oh, if I know they, anything about the French. <laughs> if I know anything about French, that he handled it with class. Probably had a little Tupperware thing of some snails that he was going to munch on and soak up the booze, right? Of course. Everybody knows. Escargot and uh, croutons. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> <laughs> Croutons, that sounds French, right? That's French? <laughs> yeah, I think croutons, that must be created by the French. Yeah, you got the O, the U in there, the crouton. It's the gayest thing in the salad. It's yes, gotta be French. yeah, there's no way yeah. that was created by the Romans, right? Like, if you're eating a salad, I don't think you're gay until you say the word crouton. Crouton, yeah. Uh, it's got croutons and it's... Cr- okay, all right. How do you, um... I mean, do you think the croutons were originally part of the Caesar salad? Where did the Caesar salad come from? Like, there's no way... There were Italians behind the creation of the Caesar salad. No, it makes sense because uh, the crouton is like, no, not makes them. It's just the old bread. She cuts around the mold, puts a little fucking whatever on them, and it's, then throws uh, them in the salad. Uh, olive oil and ga- garlic powder, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a poor person thing. It's a poor just person like bread, thing? Yeah, all bread right. crumbs. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, the crouton. Yeah. Does crouton mean uh, breadcrumb? I bet you it does. It's like, it probably means like large breadcrumb. No, maybe bread cube. <laughs> crouton, you know, like. Yeah, okay, like cube of bread. <laughs> crouton? Uh, I bet you crouton means like large breadcrumb. <laughs> Crumble of bread. Crouton. Crumble. Uh. I don't know. Uh, I just directed just you. In uh, English, it's just crouton. I actually don't think it's a French word. I think crouton is an English see, word. See, it's just something that we Americans came up with. It takes you directly to grinder.com, actually. That's uh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> right when you search crouton, go right to grinder. <laughs> I've noticed no matter what, if, if Google doesn't know what you're really talking about, it just takes you to grinder. <laughs> yeah. I was explaining this morning to Emma the MAP. She could not believe that that was a thing. MAPs. I mean, oh, dude, sorry, I found it. Crouton. You're not gonna believe this. I'm excited it's for the deep dive a on the of, yes of bread crusts. Bread crusts. Because it was the crusts oh, that were cut into cubes. Yes, man. So. All right. Good deal. Yes. I believe it was inspired. Or uh, yeah, it was just yeah. Inspired it, by French baked goods. Nah, it's got to be a poor person thing. Crouton is just clearly stale old bread that we need to oh, get rid of. you don't get any more poor than that. Dude, that's no. the worst part of the bread. The best part is the middle. They were clearly, like, selling the middle to the rich people. And like, <laughs> oh, we're, we're just going to eat these. Mom, I don't want the crust. It's not a crust. It's a crouton. It's a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> the crouton. You know, you say it with the accent, right? <laughs> sounds almost edible. It just sounds like to me, it's it just the when did the Caesar salad come into play? It must have been in the 1920s when people were poor as shit and they needed to make salads like feel like it was more than anything. So you gotta like put the lettuce <laughs> with the anchovy and the crouton, right, and a little Parmesan cheese. 
You got a salad. Oh, it's a, it's a Caesar salad. It's a fit for a king. Don't you, can't you see? Dude, you fucking nailed it, bro. <laughs> Caesar salad invented in the early 20s by Caesar Cardini, an wow. Italian chef. Wow. In Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> it just sounds, to me, Caesar salad, I can't believe that you could go to a restaurant. They'll charge you $20 for a Caesar salad. It's the most poor person meal you could <laughs> ever stare at when it comes out. It's it's romaine lettuce, anchovies, and like crusty day-old bread that they grilled up and threw some garlic and Parmesan cheese onto. But, sir, it's a very, very large portion. <laughs> yeah, it's still fucking lettuce. It's just it's a head of lettuce. How much did the fucking head of lettuce cost? Caesar salad to me is just the most poor person food of all time, man. You don't get more per. Oh. And I only know this because we grew up in a poor Italian home. You know, like uh, our grandma. Like, what, what did they eat? Dude, they ate the canned anchovies with the old bread and the Parmesan <laughs> cheese and the romaine <laughs> lettuce, dude. That's literally like... That's all it is, man. It's you just combo that poor person food all together in a bowl and mix it. You got Caesar salad. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call, dude. Man, you nailed it on the 1920s. It was a poor. It was an Italian in Mexico. It was the like, depression. Nobody had any money. Yeah, I'm gonna toss together all this poor crap that's going old and romaine lettuce. It's got the least nutritional value of the lettuces, man. Like it's, you know, it's hmm. basically a weed. Really? I could be wrong on that one, but you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I got a full steam ahead, and I'm feeling this train ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I shit on something, I shit all the way. Okay. I, I'm a firm believer that that the cheapest thing you could put together is a Caesar salad, and then you go to a fancy restaurant, a five star Michelin star restaurant, and they're charging you twenty five bucks for this retarded Caesar salad, man. I'm telling you right now, they're ripping you off. I'm just like, I'm really big on this idea where you go to these nice restaurants. Couldn't be more wrong on that one, bro. All right. Romaine is the winner in almost every nutrient category and has higher levels of vitamin A, K, and folate. Wow. So, there you go. That's why a popular lettuce among the poor. You You're can right, grow it, it in abundance. It grows quickly. Oh, yeah, and dude. it's high in nutrients, man. This is a poor person meal. You know what beats it is spinach. Also, something our fucking. Oh, I'm a huge fan of spinach. Yeah, I think spinach is. Oh, is, oh it's incredible. Wait, in the Holocaust. Well, you know, you got to live like it now because it's coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Since we're so French here, touche. <laughs> uh huh. We wee baguettes. I mean crouton. <laughs> I will have to concede on that one. <laughs> Well, we all best get used to not eating meat in the near future because I must say, I think Bill Gates has added again, folks. We got ticks that are giving you meat allergies. Did you see the CDC's new warning about a tick-borne meat allergy, reporting that there are more than 110,000 suspected cases of alpha-gal syndrome between 2010 and 2022. Our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, uh, is here. Of course, uh, uh, as always. Before we go any further with this. They're they're completely ignoring the fact that uh, Lyme's disease came from a lab. It's called Fort all, Dietrich. That's <laughs> where, where AIDS comes from. <laughs> also transmitted via tick. Yeah, man. And then now this fucking weird thing just comes out that is also transmitted via I, tick? I can only venture a guess that majority of the most immediate cases, almost like the patient zero... Probably somewhere nearby Fort Detrick. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> I'm just guessing. You know, call it a hunch oh, here. I also heard there's a wet market down there. <laughs> That's right. It, yeah, they breed uh, pangolins and bats together, from what I understand. <laughs> pangolins and the bats, they're all just banging each other. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. We're just going to ignore the most important details. Okay. You know that this tick-borne illness came out of one of our freaky deaky Fauci labs, man. Of course, dude. And what, of course. what better way to usher in the era of eating the bugs than making people allergic to meat? It's great. It's a great move, you know? It's genius, and I can only think that Bill Gates must have some sort of tick farm over there in South Carolina somewhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
<laughs> near the Maryland. DC area. I had to look it up. It's Maryland. Okay, yeah. So I guarantee yeah. Bill Gates has a tick farm there. Uh, next door to his I noticed Maryland farm. is about as far away as you can get from uh, Wyoming. Wow. Yes, sir. Bill Gates. All right. We're on to something with this Billy Gates guy. (laughs) (laughs) The most evil Poindexter nerd on the planet. I know. (laughs) Never trust him. Break it down, morning, Jen. Hi, Deb. I've never heard of Dr. this before. Jen. Tell us what You're it is not exactly. Alone, Deb. You haven't heard of it, and a lot of doctors and medical professionals haven't heard of it. It's part of the reason why the CDC put, is putting out this alert, not just for the lay public, but also for medical professionals. This is a substance, it's a sugar molecule that is transmitted by at least one species of tick. That's it right there, the Lone Star tick, uh, which is found in the eastern U.S., central Oh, they're going to blame it on the US, Republicans. But it's starting to pop Lone up. Lone Star tick is like. As well. three May be transmitted by other ticks. And when the tick bites us, it passes along to us an enzyme, a sugar molecule, molecule that then triggers an allergic reaction because that same sugar molecule is also found in red meat, other meats, and dairy products. So it is a true immune reaction that can masquerade like a food allergy. Well, of course, we have to know signs and symptoms. What are we looking for? Yeah, so the same types of signs and symptoms that anyone with a standard food allergy, and I'm one of them, can have. So you're talking about things that could appear three to six hours after eating something that contains this molecule, hives, itching, uh, particularly around the head or face, any GI or digestive issues, a cough or wheezing, low blood pressure or dizziness. And again, your job isn't to make the diagnosis for Mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Your job, if you have those symptoms, is to get medical to, attention. To look out yeah, for you them. can make the diagnosis with a simple blood test. So, anything we can do to protect ourselves? Tick prevention is so important, and whether it's for alpha gal syndrome or Lyme disease or any other tick-borne illness, wearing protective clothing, using bug repellent, and trying to avoid those wooded, bushy areas, and inspecting our bodies regardless of your skin color and whether you have hair on your legs or not, inspect <laughs> your body when you're outside. So pay close attention and protect and put that... Prevention uh, put is that. important. Yeah, always key. Dr. Yeah. Jen, as you always, oh, thank thanks, you. thanks, Dr. Jen. Always key. And yes, of course, regardless of your skin color. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. But yeah, re- regardless of that, make sure you stay inside. Don't go outdoors. Don't engage with nature. And if you do, cover your skin in this toxic bug spray. <laughs> Sold to you by Pfizer. Uh, I think it doesn't affect the black community because they don't eat red meat. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's not. It's not even like a. It's not even like a joke. They don't eat a lot of red meat. You got a lot of like pescatarians and shit. Is this a uh, thing? Is that why in the black community, big on the chicken? Yeah, a lot, of, they don't, a lot of them don't eat red meat. Really? Not a lot of meat, yeah. red meat eaters? For real? Is the, I didn't know, I didn't know I this. Would, I would say proportionally. Yeah. Is this religious-based, or is this food quality-based? I mean, Frank, you grew up in northwest of, you know, northwest Chicago. You ever heard of Harold's Chicken? <laughs> they literally do not exist north of the 290. I know. <laughs> I know. No, trust me. I'm I'm aware, but I didn't. I I didn't really put that together. I I assumed because you know they have the the burger joints and stuff. So I thought red meat's still a big deal, but I I didn't. Oh um... no, no, no! Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're they have a lot of like uh like Muslim communities. Right. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other ones that don't eat meat. I forget what they're called. Interesting. Them, yeah, they take the red meat. They don't eat pork, red meat. Wow, man. Like the, there's like a the bunch of them that like will only do like fish and vegetables. And the pescatarians and the uh, yeah. chicken eaters. All right, dude. I mean, that's that's still good eating, good food. There's a lot of nutrition in that uh, uh, arena. I'm not knocking it. No yeah. doubt. But I mean, I do think, that's... you know, the, the meat eating does go a long way when you get that red meat in you, you know? Oh, absolutely. But that's why I'm just saying that's why this one's not this one's really gonna affect the, the white the white folk. And maybe purposely, the, right? The burger eaters. If you were the government, you wanted to get people to stop eating meat, let's send out some ticks that have some sort of virus <laughs> that make people immediately get sick when they eat meat. 
But did you hear her explain this? Like, is there anything? Is there anything else in this world that's like this? No. I'm starting to sense a COVID. Yeah. Something that clearly came from a lab. Just like the weather, where it's almost on a fucking schedule, where we have the chemtrails and the clouds and the rain here in Colorado, it seems like every year or so we have some weird man-made virus that just springs up on us, on a schedule. Uh, they're running out of ideas. That's what's happening. So they're going full force. They're just, uh, they, they're, they have to annihilate humanity one way or another. I'm telling you. Yeah. Meat allergy yeah. tick, Plus dude. Plus, they're, ta- they're talking a hundred... This is uh, what they're saying. 110,000 cases since 2010. <laughs> so probably doesn't even exist. This is probably all bull. Maybe this is a way to scare people from eating meat, right? Well, I don't want to get sick from eating meat in case I got bit by this tick, right? I've been outside a lot. I just went camping. Might as well just eat fish from here on out. Can I get more of that fish from Fukushima, please? Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Or maybe, or maybe they're just trying to get you to stay inside. I think it's they're trying to sell more product, more bug spray. Yes, it's uh, kind of a native ad situation. I totally immediately locked into the, um, if you must go outside, coat your entire body in this poison and then go out there. And, you I know, love it. Wear these wow. long shirts to block yourself from that evil sun, you know, when nobody should get sunlight <laughs> anymore. It's evil. We gotta block and then it. this virus comes out where they're like, oh my god, everybody's vitamin D deficient. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. You coated yourself in suntan lotion and then bug spray, and then nothing could penetrate this force field. It is kind of weird, the huge push over the last couple decades, the anti-sun movement, the massive push on sunscreen. There were some studies, maybe 20 years ago, I don't know if they're still around or if people dig on this kind of uh, environmentalism anymore, but there was a lot of info to suggest that the amount of sunscreen washing into the oceans were bleaching the coral reefs. That was like a thing happening. But now, no, that's not the deal. It's the uh, global warming caused by your exhaust from your car. That's what's bleaching (laughs) <laughs> the coral oh, reef it has nothing to do with these weird toxic chemicals we're just coating all human bodies with and then sending you out into the waters. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, these chemicals so that stupid. block the sun? It, like, dude, they have clothing now. There's, there's an entire massive industry behind blocking humans' ability to absorb sunlight. Yeah, I just don't remember any of that as a kid, using any of it. Up until about 50 years, dude, up until 50 years ago, didn't humans live for thousands of years, I don't know, like, (laughs) absorbing the sunlight? (laughs) Seemed like a thing humans did. Yeah, but that was, those were the BP years, before uh, Pfizer. (laughs) That's right. uh, Yeah, before Pfizer, after Pfizer. That's right, man. It's kind of creepy to, I, I wonder if we can really pinpoint the moment where the pharmaceutical industry completely took over in full control of our lives and society. I mean, uh, maybe somewhere during the Afghanistan invasions where we took over all the poppy fields, it's possible that was, (laughs) that could be uh, around that time. I'm not going to speculate too for too much further, but you know, it's just the the crusade against the sun. Emma and I went to the farmer's market today before the show. And we went to our local favorite, uh, brewery that's down there and they have a burger joint and we got our burgers and we we're sitting outside man uh they have this nice little patio section and they got those sprayers up by the the top of the lights you know where it's um it's like misting on you you ever walk right. through those misters <clears throat> oh yeah it's very refreshing it's a very nice experience we're sitting there man and there were some people walking by that were shockingly pale. It's the end of July, man. Like, oh, I know. I, you should be burnt. 
You should have at least a farmer's tan of some sort. Like if you're wearing the wife beater, or you got the uh, the Dago tee or the basketball jersey on. I should be seeing some element of farmer's tan at the very least. Man, dude, there were like Casper white ghosts just walking around. Man, it, it was absolute insanity today. Like again, we we are heading here into August, and uh, people have, are just completely devoid of sunlight on their bodies incredible yeah and if you don't get it now you're never gonna get it. you're not gonna get it dude this was it july is your moment you get a little bit of august september if you're lucky and that's another one of those things where it's just you suffer in the short term you know you get that first good burn and then you're fine yeah man that's nobody everybody wants to like hide from that you know i don't know no i'm i'm shocked at people just not getting sun. I think that's actually playing a, it's a major contributor into the fact that everybody's sick all the time. That and the fact that a lot of people took two, three, maybe four shots of a, an experimental mRNA vaccine that probably disrupted their DNA and probably <laughs> most likely completely disintegrated their immune system and gave them HIV. I'm not going to speculate too much, but I, I'm just saying that it's possible, allegedly, you know. Yeah. It's not DNA, it's mRNA. Oh, it's pretty close to DNA. I'm just a plumber. but uh... <laughs> Certified idiot over here, man. It all sounds like <laughs> DNA to me. I think it's going to affect your DNA. I don't know. I don't know how. Oh, man. Well, speaking of affecting your DNA, uh, we just recently covered it. We're going to do more. Because we have a little bit of a Good Morning America angle on it. I'm obsessed I know you are too. I sent this one to Emma this morning, and uh, she almost spit her coffee out watching the clip. We're talking Ozempic, folks. There are some serious side effects going on with this oh. drug. Uh, did you finally get my docket? I sent you a second uh, shout out there. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Get I have it. a I feeling I might be sending a lot of dockets to some other mic. There's a mic out there getting our dockets. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's somewhere in my email chain, but I send him a random one every three or four episodes. You're welcome, Mike. It's perfect. It's perfect. You're getting a head start. Dude, no, I keep seeing these commercials now for Dooley. Dooley? Yeah, it's our Dooley. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, dude, these, fill dude, me there's in. There's all these weight loss drugs now. All right. They're like the Ozempic. You know, off uh, off brand. Well, I just discussed a few episodes ago a CNN article about a few people who are having serious side effects, something along the lines of a stomach paralysis. And then we listened to a clip. It was a few weeks old, but it was Amy Schumer discussing her experience about a year ago before she bought stock in Ozempic because she found out it was going to be huge, uh, where she was taking it. And having similar stomach paralysis episodes. And then also she enlightened us on an experience that apparently many people who take Wagovi and Ozempic go through. Where they essentially zombify out and drool on themselves. And like (laughs) are essentially just paralyzed and can't move for, you know. So so it's small, light side effects. Right? Just their stomach, Frank. So I have a clip, man, and as always, the payoff, my God, is at the end on this one. I cannot insist enough. This is one of the best Ozempic clips we have ever had. Our GMA cover story and the drug oh, yeah, used for weight party. loss like Ozempic are making headlines again. ABC News medical contributor Dr. Darian Sutton is here with a reality check. Good morning, Dr. Sutton. It's a reality check, okay? So this can't be good. Always love having. They that. even turned off so the music. So there are reports of people experiencing <laughs> so-called stomach paralysis. What is that? And what should we know about these side effect claims? So good morning, Janae. So stomach paralysis uh, associated with these medications, Ozempic and Wagovi. So one of the methods that these medications work is that they slow the rate at which food empties out of the stomach or they have something called gastric delay. This helps with feelings of fullness and helping to suppress appetite. Now we're seeing these isolated reports of patients who are suffering from stomach muscle paralysis where food cannot empty out of the stomach. We define this as called gastroparesis and it can be associated with symptoms of abdominal pain, bloating, uh, acid reflux or GERD and severe nausea and vomiting. And Janae, I've taken care the of patients who suffer from this diagnosis. <laughs> it, 
Did you just throw that out there like we all know what the fuck that is? I don't even know how to Google that. I, what is that What is that word you just said? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. We're going to start. We predicted this, by the way, but like you're going to start hearing of side effects that were never diseases before now. GERD. Well, he's got GERD symptoms. You know GERD, right? Uh, GERD. GERD is horrible. Fuck is GERD. I lost two cousins to GERD. Wow. <laughs> it's a common condition in which the stomach contents move up into the esophagus. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you don't have to be a doctor or a genius. In fact, you could be a certified idiot like myself or a plumber like you. And six months ago... We were saying, hey, folks, if you take this stuff that liquefies your inside so you lose 80 <laughs> pounds in, like, 10 days, you're going to have a serious, serious side effect. It's going to be really bad. We couldn't even have imagined GERD. <laughs> Out of my wildest dreams. You guys just... GERD, man. Is this Can a character th that's voiced by Vin Diesel? I think that's what I'm hearing here. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> This is insane. And he just threw it out there like it's a normal... Yeah, he slipped it in the middle of, like, vomiting and headaches and nausea, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> common ailments that strike us all. It was, we're going to slip in a little gird in there. <laughs> like a, yeah, it's a common condition. It's just a sausage in between the beef and the combo sandwich, you know what I'm saying? A little oh, gird. Oh, man, making me hungry. That's I got to right. go get one. Yeah, well, you know, shoot yourself up with a little Ozempic, eat a combo sandwich, and then your stomach will completely reject it, and it'll come right back up your esophagus. <laughs> come on, man. Just Do you know exercise. what happened here? You know what happened is... People were on this Ozempic, and they lost all this weight, and they were feeling great, and all of a sudden they realized, like, hmm, you know, I don't think I've shit for three weeks. <laughs> you know that's what happened, dude. You absolutely know. They're like, I don't think I've taken a shit in, like, three weeks. I ate a very spicy burrito four weeks, four weeks ago, and I have not had a, a spicy shit yet. <laughs> You're right, dude. You think about the families using this stuff. Like, have we not had to buy toilet paper in two months? What's going on here? Is everybody okay? Like, the mom comes home with a big thing of toilet paper and goes to put it away. But there's no room. Yeah, the, the, still food. She opens the cabinet, just fall, all the toilet paper's falling out. It's completely overflowing. Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> and I'm just kidding. The mom can't go to the store. She's got GERD. <laughs> yeah, and the dad is zombified on the couch. He can't even play with the ball with his kid. Like uh, yeah, Amy Schumer, man. <laughs> no, 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 nobody in the family can move. They're just these fat people wasting away. Literally wasting away. This is so sad. Oh, it's so crazy, man. Is absolutely brutal. Patients often come in with severe dehydration and electrolyte abnormalities, and many have so, so their symptoms are so difficult to control. I want to stress as we continue on this path because, again, the payoff uh, is just so much in the end here. Uh, but just listen to how heinous and awful this experience is for these people who are going through these weird side effects from taking these weight loss drugs. Is absolutely brutal. Patients often come in with severe dehydration and electrolyte abnormalities, and many have so, so their symptoms are so difficult to control that they have to be admitted to the hospital. But in the larger studies, we have not seen an increased rate of gastroparesis comparing those who use these medications to the general population. So we'll still have to wait and see if there's any uh, identification of cause and effect, but I think it's important to acknowledge. Yeah, important information there. Uh, on a different topic here, there's also an investigation into a potential link between these drugs and and suicidal thoughts. What can you tell us about that? <laughs> what the <laughs> year off between the years of 2020 and July 6th of this of this month, uh, we've seen increased reports. <laughs> <laughs> at least five confirmed cases of patients who are reporting these thoughts of self harm and suicidal ideation. Now, again, similar to gastroparesis in the larger safety profiles, we have not seen an increased rate of these findings when we're comparing the patients who use these medications to the general population. But the investigative probe is expanding on this because this would not I be noticed the how you time. really sped up your voice there. Why, whoa, buddy, slow Jesus Christ. He's got a how much are they paying you to race through that fact? Well, uh, Wit, that was a very interesting question. I'm going to speed through all this information that's really damning for this product.
if you don't mind. I'm gonna use some big words that most of these simpletons don't understand. I've seen diet medications associated with thoughts of uh, thoughts of self-harm. Uh, for example, certain oral medications uh, confirmed and approved in 2014 have been labeled to have an increased risk of thoughts of self-harm. So I think it's really important to acknowledge that this, especially if you have a personal history or an increased risk uh, with your provider before taking these medications. Okay, and so now here is the payoff, folks. You've waited patiently. Thank you so much for joining us on this ride. And now we've heard all these horrifying, damning side effects, not only physical, but even psychological. They're making people kill themselves, man. So <laughs> this, this is what's going on with these drugs, right? Now, let's get the final thought from the doctor on what he really thinks about Wagovi. Dr. Sutton, what is the bottom line here? The bottom line is these medications are wonderful. They have they They're have wonderful. wonderful effects. They can help protect against diabetes and reduce cardiovascular risk factors. But overall, I would advise that patients acknowledge these possible risks so that they can make the best decision for themselves. They are not to be taken as simple over-the-counter medications, and they are not to be seen as 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 medications that can be a simple fix. I would advise that patients review these oh, possibilities yeah. with their provider and their personal history to make the best decision for them. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. Oh, that's absolutely wonderful. They're beautiful. Everybody should take these <clears throat> drugs. They, you know, they're just, that's what everyone should do to be alive and feel alive. <laughs> well, if the stomach paralysis doesn't kill you and you don't kill yourself, it's actually a wonderful drug. <laughs> you just got to get over those two obstacles. It's great. Oh, man, folks, we predicted this. It was so obvious <sighs> from day one. Uh, I just didn't think it would be this bad. Like, you know, I thought liquefying the insides and making you lose <laughs> weights, you know, at warp speed, to steal a phrase, uh, I thought that was a little suspect. But man, the stomach paralysis to the point where your stomach is just rejecting everything that's entering it. That's so bad. And that then, sounds terrible. I'd rather just be fat. Yeah, or maybe, right? you know, go out, <laughs> take a jog, or walk first, and then get to the point where you jog. I don't know. There's so many other options, dude. We covered. Here's where I, you know, when I followed this clip and, and and threw it down earlier this morning, I thought about the clip that we covered about two weeks ago, and it was about the family with the two kids who are taking Ozempic to lose weight, and they discussed how they feel great, and how they would have never seen these results as fast if they had just tried to diet and exercise. I know, it's so sad. And all we talked about was the fact that these kids are going to probably have, you know, irreparable damage in their insides, stuff that they'll probably medically have to deal with for the rest of their lives. And what's, what is a gift given to these pharmaceutical industries and the medical industry? Well, you get a patient for life, right? You, you give them the gastral bypass surgery, hook them up on some Ozempic or Wagovi, and then you mess up their insides, and they have to keep coming back every year to get checkups, to get this drug, get that drug. Now they have the nausea, so we're going to give them this. And then, oh, we got this kind of dietary situation, so we'll give you a new drug for that, man. It's never going to be about nutrition or diet or exercise. It's going to forever be about this drug or that drug, and then you're going to have that little, you know, the little plastic container with the Monday through Friday or, you know, the, the days of the oh, week. Crazy, and you're going to have the cornucopia of pills in each day that you're going to take for all these complications, man. You are hooked for life, dude. You're a customer. That's the saddest thing, man, when you got that thing of pills. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, well, that's my uh, hopefully last go on Ozempic. We'll give a break on the Ozempic, but I just found that to be pretty spectacular, to be totally honest, that they're going to run down all those side effects and all those issues, and at the end, hey, folks, it's wonderful. This it's is a wonderful, wonderful drug, man. Take this thing. <laughs> Come on, it's beautiful. See how, see how healthy and thin all these people look? Sure, they can't eat food, but they look great. Well, hopefully once they get thin, then we could stop with all the sunblocking. Because I think that's a big problem, is people are too fat. And that's why everything, we're doing the chemtrails? Well, everything just feels hotter when you're fatter. This is true. Yeah. You know? Everything also feels hotter if you don't really go outside and you're just staring at the tube, and they change the color coordination of everything, <laughs> so it's all pink, purple, and like... 
you know, so hot that it's white. <laughs> They're just white it all out. You have the blackout. I like the blackout, right? Oh, we got the blackout. Oh, it's so red, it's black. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we go red and black for the bulls. That's hey Yeah, man. all about the heat dude the heat wave uh they're having a hard time selling that here how are you guys doing today this weekend are you guys nice and toasty yeah we were i don't know these guys were bitching on friday because they were saying it was so everybody kept saying it was going to be like a record hot day but we were a block away from the the lake and there was just this awesome breeze it like never really got over 87 where we were it's been absolutely beautiful here you get a little cloud coverage, a little chemtrail action, you know. They keep trying, but uh, on the normal days, dude, big white puffy clouds, a little shade, a little sunlight in the 90s. It's a perfect summer day almost on the daily. I, I've actually, I distinctly remember in during the COVID lockdown summer, we had a stretch. It was like 90 degrees. It was 90 days of over 90 degree heat, and that was a hot one. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was cranking the AC all summer. We've had the AC on maybe, I would argue, probably a handful of days. Five to six days. Remember that was why they changed it to climate change instead of global warming? Why? Because uh, we weren't necessarily warming. We were just getting (laughs) wild weather. The climate was changing, man. It's changing, Frank. Yeah, well, it is changing a little bit. I, it seems like Colorado cooling off, getting wetter. Uh, it kind of appears to be like, uh, what, getting warmer in the Chicagoland area, maybe, or not? I think it's staying the same. You know, I think maybe the whole narrative is falling apart because, just naturally speaking, it's really not that hot. No. Although... Did you hear about the burns? <laughs> Are you looking at my docket? Yeah. Are you dying to talk about this one? Because this I is... I can't wait. This, this was such a good story. Dude, uh, this might be clip of the year. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm a little nervous about busting out. I, I may have already jizzed my pants. I'm not going to lie. Because this one is... Incredible. Well, here, like, first of all, we got Anderson Cooper. I rarely bring on the Anderson Cooper, and I love a good Anderson Cooper. He sounds a little off. Like, you know, COVID's coming back around. Did you see this? There's a a new wave of COVID. summer wave, yeah. Summer wave. Anderson, clearly a boosted fella. I, I, you know, sounds a little bit like he's battling a little COVID cold there, but. uh, I think he just misses his friend. Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter. <laughs> or Don Lemon. And Don Lamont. I imagine him and Don Lamont would have a boys' night out on the town every Friday night or so, right? I think so. Go to the gay club. Check out all the gay clubs, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah <you're> right. <laughs> Don Lamont sounds like a, a fun time, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, it's so hot out there. Not so much here, and apparently not so much in Chicago, but in Arizona, baby, it's so hot that if you even fall down or just sit down or even touch the sidewalk, you're going to get burned. <laughs> Joining me from Phoenix tonight is Dr. Kevin Foster, the director of the Arizona Burn Center at Valley Life Health. He says around 80% <laughs> of their ICU beds are filled with people who have severe and sometimes life-threatening... It's just the Trump indictments, they're not selling. You know, they're not, getting, right? they're not that, yes. getting the ratings with Trump, so they got to push <clears throat> climate, man. It's just... Nothing is The left-wing media had Trump indictments. It wasn't selling. The right-wing media, they had uh, Biden and Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. It's not selling. No, it's not working. Then, then they went with the aliens. It's just not selling. No! You know? So, so okay. the burn victims. Dude, <laughs> but I actually, I was just talking about this with Emma over lunch on how... Like, we were out and about today, man, and right before we went out, I put a, I checked out, I went through the news, got all the clips for the show, and I was telling Emma, I'm like, you hear about this pedophile ring, and oh, COVID's back, and uh, there's mosquitoes and malaria, the ticks with the meat <laughs> virus, like, I was telling her all this stuff, 
And then we go out, man. The most packed farmer's market. Everything is rolling. Everyone's having a great time. Nobody's watching the freaking news, dude. Nobody knows there's a writer strike on. That's right. You forgot. We remind you every episode there's a writer strike on. Dude, nobody cares. Nobody I think, cares. I think right. everything got so in your face. I, honestly, man, what... One of the last movies we went to go see at the theater, the freaking uh, Doctor Strange with the lesbian moms. I like, I threw my hands up in the air in the theater. I was like, "That's it. I can't do yeah. this anymore." You guys are just cramming down my throats on everything. I I think media in general, no matter what the medium is, people have just shut it down. Yeah, the numbers prove it. Is anyone really on Twitter anymore, or on Truth, or did anyone join uh, Threads? Did anyone join Threads? Yeah, what happened to Threads, dude? Remember, it was gonna be like the number. It was gonna take down Elon. How's Gitter? Anyone on <laughs> Gitter anymore? Like it's just. It seems like the social media experiment happened. It thrived and it corrupted society to the maximum degree, and people are turning it off. Yeah, especially the younger, the younger kids, and that's really all you need. You yes. need the young kids. Exactly. To yeah, for sure, man. That's what the advertisers want. And I even I suspect millennials, the, the people in their twenties now, their thirties, even some of the forties, the Gen X, I think people are starting to unplug and get back to reality a little bit, get back to basics, simplify. Like it 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 that explains why for guys like us tapping into the, the media machine and seeing what's going on, they are, like, on frantic rapid fire, like, we gotta have something, af- we gotta make them afraid somehow, you know? <laughs> they can't, like, come up Biologics! with Biologics! Yeah, like, <laughs> aliens, anything, like, they can't, they literally can't come, they're grasping at freaking straws, dude. It's incredible to watch, man. It really is. They're, they're so out of ideas, and the writer strike that nobody thinks about is affecting them so deeply that Anderson Cooper is talking about people on fentanyl burning on the sidewalk. Burning burns from coming in contact with pavement. <laughs> Dr. Foster, this sounds just incredible. I mean, can you describe what you're seeing in the burn center and the ICU right now with people who have fallen or have gotten burns from, from the pavement, from hot surfaces? Right. So um, Arizona summer times are really hot and they're very sunny and uh, the pavement and rocks and asphalt and sidewalks can get to be uh, 170 to 180 degrees Fahrenheit. That's just a little bit below uh, the boiling point of water. And we're seeing people who are falling down, can't get up and getting really bad burns as a result of that. And who, who, I mean, have you seen? They used to have this commercial in the 90s. <clears throat> it was the old person who had fallen. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> desert. And a lot of old people retire in Arizona. Right? Is it really old people that fall and then they're stuck and they can't get off the no, it's not because old people know not to leave. The, they know to stay in their house when it's hot. They stay in the AC. Yeah, good call. Dude, uh, it's drug addicts. It's drug addicts, and we're getting there. And how does it compare <laughs> to other summers? So uh, we expect this uh, um, in the Bird Center. We expect that summertime is going to be our busy season, and we're going to see people who fall down and get burned like this. However, uh, we are seeing an, a really um, unique spike in the incidence of these types of burns and in their severity. And, and who are most, I mean, what, what populations are most susceptible to, to these kind of injuries? So we see a couple of populations of people. Uh, um, first of all, elderly people uh, who are easily affected by the heat and sunlight and can go down and then sometimes can't get back up again. Uh, uh, children, uh, people with medical problems. And unfortunately, we're seeing a spike in Where's people Mitch using McConnell? methamphetamine. And right now, uh, the methamphetamine in Arizona is contaminated with fentanyl. And that's a really bad combination Hey-o. that makes people go down, pass out, and not get up for quite a long period of time. And the sidewalks don't cool off. Uh, it stays that same temperature. So as long as you're in contact with it, you're experiencing a burn injury. And then on top of that, the ambient temperature and the bright sunlight uh, oftentimes causes people to go into heat shock or have heat prostration, and they get the systemic manifestations of an elevated temperature. So it's it's kind of a double <laughs> whammy. And there's organ da- I mean, if people are exposed to heat and uh, things and temperatures like this, I mean, you, the, you can have organ damage, can't you? 
Absolutely. Uh, people <laughs> suffer absolutely spinal cord injuries, uh, brain damage, <laughs> liver failure, uh, kidney failure. It, uh, it uh, can cause just a variety of systemic manifestations. <laughs> he loves the phrase systemic, systemic manifestations, man. You know what that means for, uh, for anyone listening to the news out there? When you've, you you get a guy like this going on CNN or MSNBC and he says systemic manifestations. He's full of shit, and he's just using big words. He's using three-syllable words to sound smart. Absolutely, Anderson. Gotta love that. It's fantastic. Oh, organ failure? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Where do you want to start? We'll go head to toe. Brain damage, liver damage, kidney damage. Like, dude, what? Didn't you hear the hot sidewalk? (laughs) Didn't you hear the guy at the UN? We're boiling to death, Anderson. (laughs) The brain's... Your brain could boil. I wish we were just boiling. (laughs) Here in Arizona, we're literally melting to the pavement. (laughs) Do you ever see the ruins of Pompeii? It's worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Where are you guys? Dude, I distinctly remember... The late 90s, specifically 98, 99, scorching summers, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right about that? I could be wrong, but in the Chicagoland area, I distinctly remember 92, 93, and then right around uh, 98, 99 in that zone, we had some really hot summers in Illinois. Like, you know, triple digits, hot, humid, you can't escape the heat, man. And I just don't think I've felt that anywhere in the last 10 years, to be eh. totally honest. You know, I don't know. I, I, moved... I think, well, in the, I mean, Arizona, dude, it's a desert. I actually, and you're going to love this, I kind of hearken back to your argument with me and my obsession with the chemtrailing and the weather modification and how well you could see the difference on the averages. You are correct, dude. How we have no idea what the weather like, you know, now is compared to like 300 years ago or 500 years ago. Like, like really, we could be in a very cool point for this region. Yeah, maybe we do need to warm up. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it's a bad idea to try and cool down or whatever modifications we're trying to do. Like, maybe the, you know, maybe a serious issue is, have you looked at the sun? Not as yellow as it used to be, a little bit more white. (laughs) What if the sun was turning into a white dwarf and they didn't want to tell everyone, right? And the sun is losing energy and it's not as hot. I think they said our sun's more of like a green star or whatever. What's a green star? <laughs> Explain this to me. One of those it idiots. Actually like, it actually like emits more of a greenish light. It emits all light on the spectrum. but It hits all the UV spectrum uh, energy there, but um, it's uh, like, do we have a, an accurate, genuine knowledge of the age of our sun? Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I think you just got to ask it what temperature it is. Is that how it goes? Yeah, you fly up there. Hey, how hot are you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I guess. Okay, I mean... so that's what, it, that's what it means. It has its peaks at green to yellow wavelengths. Okay, so if we... If you were to break it up, the most right. intense wavelengths would be the... Yeah, supposedly it has a green tinge, but it looks yellow to us. Looks yellow to us. Because of the atmosphere. Because of the atmosphere. And then on top of all of that, we are able to determine what kind of sun it is based on those light la- uh, wavelengths that they are uh, that's admitting, like compared to other like dwarfs or super giants and all that nonsense. Right. So do right. we then we do know for sure that the sun is What's the expectation? The sun is growing, right? Or it's going to expand and then engulf Mercury and then the Earth? There's actually a debate. A lot of a lot of people don't think it will engulf Earth because uh, the Earth is actually moving away from the sun and being being pulled away from the sun by the moon, apparently. Wow, that's weird. 
So, like, the Earth, or the Moon is moving away from the Earth, too. So, the, oh, the Earth is moving away from the Moon. No, no, the Sun is, the, the Moon is moving away from the Earth, and the Earth is moving away from the Sun. Everybody's spacing out. Yeah, you have to, I think, because of, like, the conservation of energy. Right, yeah. And especially with a moon that's that large and that flat, it, you would only expect the solar winds to carry it further <laughs> and further away from the Earth. When it comes to flat moon and flat moon theory, this is the only thing that makes sense, right? Especially a piece, piece of, of cheese, cheese, dude. Yeah, exactly. Hey, oh, yeah, dude. Especially when you're dealing with a piece of cheese like that. I, that size, provolone, too. It's the most delicious. So, yeah. I, you know, it, it's hard to keep. That's right. Yeah, it's hard to maintain, you know. You know what would be crazy is if the moon, if you want to fly down the path of flat moon theory, what if the moon was a satellite, a giant satellite crafted by an ancient civilization designed to save the Earth? Oh, dude, that was that gay movie that, uh, what's her name was it? Halle Berry. They just came out with it. Moonfall? Is that where it's a fake moon? Yeah, it's such a bad movie. Oh, fake moon theory. See, I'm going flat moon. I was thinking like satellite dish. <laughs> and they call it a satellite, right? Come on. I'm onto something here, man. I think I'm I'm really angling. I'm I'm in Alex Jones territory. We're talking tranny tranny frogs here, people. <laughs> All right, so the moon is just a satellite like literal human like like an ancient civilization designed it to try and save the earth and the tidal situation and all this stuff. But then ultimately the sun threw out that flare and, or whatever happens or we go through that belt and the, the thing that happens where we have the great flood happened anyways. It wiped out the civilization, but left over is that moon, that satellite, right? Mm. <clears throat> Flat moon theory. Yeah. I'm getting ancient. Maybe they use the pyramid to launch it. This is how you know a conspiracy theory has some good foundation when you can get ancient with the theory, right? I can go. (laughs) You you think, like, all jokes aside, flat piece of cheese, hearty har, but, like, seriously, you want to go flat moon theory for real? Like, oh, dude, you could look at it like a satellite, ancient satellite, (laughs) ancient civilization. (laughs) Folks, I got you covered on every ground. (laughs) You can't stop it. Uh, I think we know it's round. Yeah, we it probably is round. I'm actually a huge, huge fan of the Alex Jones. Um, well, you could say it's a theory. He posited it on uh, a Joe Rogan episode. He snuck it in to a massive amounts of info that he dumped on uh, an interview years ago. But big, he talked about how it's a a ball of water designed for us to take to our our journey through the galaxy. But we we yeah. we have to like attain the knowledge, get to that point as a humanity where we could pull together our resources, build a mechanism to harness the water stored in the moon and then traverse the universe. Could be, man, I don't know. I'm a or, huge fan. I like stuff that's fantastical like that, you know? Like, it gives you a little hope for humanity, right? Like, we got a chance, maybe. You think so? Well, it means maybe on some level there's an advanced civilization out there who gave us a little seed and a little possibility and a gift and a here if you can achieve and attain this you can join the federation you can join the galactic group right but you have to first unify put down your weapons stop killing each other and and and, you know get together and build this machine to harness this energy of the universe and break free of this plane and go dimensionally into the uh the next realm Hmm. Ah, I just don't see that. Why would they be necessarily peaceful, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just an idea. You have the power to take over the universe. Come on. I mean, do you want to take over... Colonize o- the universe? Well, you know, the Romans, they didn't take over the universe and destroy it, right? They had you join them. Yeah, but they didn't offer you a means to come to them. <laughs> right. Well, 
you know, we are barbaric and, you know, we we do the killing thing first and the takeover stuff and then and the raping and the pillaging, right? That's our thing. But maybe these more advanced civilizations that can travel multiple dimensions in the universe and stuff. They, they, I don't think you advance out of raping and pillaging. No, you think that's kind of inherent in all DNA across the universe? Yeah. It's like the one code that's in <laughs> the universe. Rape and pillage. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and with that. That's a good time to cut out, folks. It's the fastest <laughs> hour in the universe. The entire universe. No no doubt about it. No matter what time you are in, you shall be raped and pillaged.